0: I appreciated that feedback from john strong six four five. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about how to separate yourself from a good guy badger. So this is a great question. Returning to the Good Guy badge essay by Anton Levey in the Devil's Notebook. He doesn't really give any clear advice on what to do about it. But he does, of course, have some criticisms and some scathing critiques. I'll share a little bit of them with you. I have heard many men and women confess. I know he or she is conning me. But I find it so entertaining, I really don't mind. When these people are berated for their lack of discrimination or poor judgment, they invariably become all the more attracted to their exploiters. So what he's saying here is that there's people who like will respond to this like good guy badgery stuff. And it's similar with his like I said before, there's similarities with his idea of psychic vampirism. But engagement, indulgence of a Good guy badger is uh, presented as a more voluntary act. So first of all, he criticizes those who say, "Oh yeah, I know it, but I I enjoy it. I have fun. I have fun watching the people uh, be be display their good guy badgery. Um, I, I have fun, and and I think he's talking more about um, churchy type type context." I just enjoy watching the priests like talk about love and the good times, or you could be like a university student too, and be like, "Oh, I enjoy going to these um, speeches and listening to them berate my um, masculinity." So first of all, um, he criticizes people who won't take action about the good guy badge. Now, what kind of action does he really recommend? So i I don't you can read the essay and maybe you see something in there that he that he says, but to me it becomes a little bit conflated and the closest I have is this last uh next to the last paragraph where he says, ominous prophecies of an elite thought police will prove to be unfounded. New findings in character analysis will render everyone a potential thought policeman. It will become as easy to assess another's motivations as it is to tell the color of his eyes. The badge of the good guy will be visible in every mannerism, and no amount of affectation or protective plumage will disguise character flaws. And the truly good guy will be seen for his inherent goodness, no matter how evil his superficial trappings may be." So what he's doing here is kind of predicting a future um, where either everyone wakes up or enough people wake up so that the uh good guy badgers basically don't have the um they don't have the center of gravity Uh, they don't have the moral high ground like they have now but you also realize how like just completely wrong he is or else we're not far enough along in society yet or something that when he says, uh, that, oh, there won't ever be thought police, because we definitely have thought police now, so I feel like he he was, like, kind of far off on that, and part of this is the problem that folks get into when they start trying to integrate these sorts of ideas into a political context, because... The essence of these ideas originate from a source outside of ordinary life. Political ideologies of necessity don't originate in that. They originate from within man, from within the mechanicalness of man. And they are of themselves inherently mechanical and inherently don't really like lead anywhere. So... Um so so this is if, if you go back and you look at all of the uh, prophets and magi of the past with very rare exceptions, they all reject uh, the state. They all reject like ordinary life um, for the most part, but especially the mechanicalism of the state, Muhammad would be an exception to that. Um, And and, and then we get into modern people, and so it's, you know, debatable whether you're going to say that Anton LaVey was a magus or a prophet or whatever, but I do think at a certain point he was accessing um, some material from a higher level, and... Michael Aquino gets into this in more depth in his book, Church of Satan. And he has a very unique insight of having observed what was going on in the Church of Satan from 1966 to 1975. None of the other people you hear talking about this these days really was around during that time period. So anything they tell you about it, um, like, like Boyd Rice's ideas about it or Peter Gilmore's ideas about it, Um, they all came into it in the 80s, like after all of that stuff happened between 1966 and 1975. And that is the time period in which Anton LaVey quite obviously was closer to the source. And so initially these ideas came from a higher level. But as things went on and, and, and he moved into the satanic panic and conventional problems and stuff like that, um, and also, I think partially because he had married himself so, for so long to the idea of an organization um, that inevitably he starts trying to fit things in with the current social environment and the current uh, political movements and stuff like that. But at the same time, he can tell he has a strong urge to not do that, to, to not be a part of it. But often the end result is just sort of a mishmash. Uh, blending of these ideas that really come from like different um from different sources this also brings you back to the idea that left hand path is a way okay it's not a lifestyle choice it's not a political orientation or a sexual orientation or or any of these ordinary um, I'm sorry to say, to use the term, but secular uh, sorts of things. It's a way. It's a way of spiritual development, for lack of a better term. But I hesitate to use the term spiritual because people take that in a mind-body duality uh, kind of thing and then you go off in this other direction with it. But it is a way of becoming. It is a way of personal, psyche-centric accelerated evolution. So when people start getting into these ideas, you inevitably come into this conflict with that between the way of the world and this inner way. This also gets into the idea of man is a two-natured being. There's the outer manifestation, and then there's an inner manifestation. And a way takes you into the inner manifestation. And this is what some people who get into Satanism and the left-hand path and eventually find that it leads them to something much deeper uh, than than um, all of these books uh, could ever ever point to. So given all that, how do you deal with a good guy badger? Well, what you do is you ignore them. <laughs> you stay away from them. When you're confronted by someone like this, you're confronted by someone like this in, you know, in a public uh, public places, in open territories. Um, I mean, just give them what they need and, and, and move on. But the best advice is just to avoid them. And it becomes problematic when they're your friends and associates. This is why we have uh general uh policies about you know how they say you know never discuss religion and politics you know definitely keep it out of the workplace um but I mean schools nowadays universities are just hotbeds for good guy badge ideology so if you're in college and and trying to avoid these things <sighs> So I don't know what to tell you. You got a hard path ahead of you there. Um, if it's your friends and whatnot, then you know you. I, I'm just gonna put it blunt. If you're gonna follow away, you're gonna lose a lot of your old friends. And this is an age-old thing. I mean, and it, you know that that that, that ancient. Writings and teachings talk about, you know, hermitism and asceticism and that, you know, you go off on your own way and, you know, go off by yourself or you go off and find the others, um, you find the inner temple, but you do have to leave behind uh, the ways of the world to some extent, uh, but you really have to leave behind it into individuals and other people. And you know what? The more you pursue a way, the more your old friends are going to leave you too. They're gonna be like, Oh, he's not as interesting as he used to be. He's just like, Oh, he's not fun. And part of the reason for this is because when you're legitimately following away following a way, all of these old features of the personality, your personality start to fade away because when you're a slave to the outer world, it, it magnifies and grows unnaturally your personality features. And they grow to become more uh, reflective of the outer world, the world of horrors, and more connected with that world. When you start to develop an inner way, it starts to take you away from that to, towards a different center of gravity. So the personality stuff... Starts to like recede a little bit, and something new starts to become larger within you, and that's what you're really looking for as part of a way, as part of an initiatory way. So everyone comes to this, um, to this this crossroads when they're following this kind of stuff. This crossroads about whether um, you're going to take this. As a social thing, and that's easier than ever nowadays. It's very, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, wearing the pentagram and everything more common than ever. Um, and, and, and you can find more uh, social reinforcement, uh, for that. In some ways, that's good, but in other ways, it's bad because, uh, people will stay there, um, and ultimately miss out on the deeper possibilities, the possibilities for real evolution. And Anton LaVey touches about it in this essay when he talks about um, how man must give up the good guy badge in order for his godhood to progress. So every once in a while, he'll Anton will just have these incredible insights um, that are just so right on the money. I mean, he's basically saying... The facade of of personality must be sacrificed in order for the true essence within to grow and develop towards its 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 natural ultimate coming into being, um, and and that's that all of that is that's all in Anton, um, if you can if you're ready to dig deep enough, once you become aware. Of the fakeness and the falseness under which most of your secular friendships are based, it becomes easy, even relieving, to sever those ties. Um, and often this doesn't even need to be done violently or, or overtly, um, like in the case of the. Uh, 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 severing yourself from a psychic vampire. A psychic vampire is different. That's someone who's uh, often, they have a good guy badge, some good guy badges on them, but they're more like aggressively trying to take hold of you. But when you're just trying to sever yourself from the um, influences of life, it's really just the influences that you need to focus on. You don't even really need to focus on people. You focus on the influences and following the influences towards their source toward their super substantial source and that as a matter of course will cause the various people who convey conflicting influences influences of life to just kind of like fall away and move away from you and there doesn't need to be anything really violent um, about it um it can all happen quite naturally all you need to do is begin to focus your attention on where you are and where you want to be because you are ultimately the master of your own destiny and in championing that you will keep the dark fires burning